Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, no meetings Monday morning. Here we go. Don't schedule meetings on Monday morning. I mean, it's a pretty clear rule around around Manager Tools, and it should be a rule everywhere else, I think. (laughs) So that's what we're going to talk about, but why is that? Meetings annoy people. Part of that is because everyone knows they get less done themselves as an individual when they're in a meeting than they do when they're working on their own, right? And look, that doesn't mean we should abolish meetings because that would suggest some form of perfection in working individually, but organizations exist to magnify our own individual abilities. So meetings are necessary, and you can make them really efficient if you follow some of our guidance. Uh, but they're still not as efficient as working individually. You can put you put that together with people's interest in getting work done Monday morning. You know, you can talk to enough people; they'll they'll tell you, "Yeah, I come to work and I try to hit the ground running." And you come to the conclusion the two don't mix. So this is an easy cast. It's very straightforward. Our first point is don't schedule meetings on Monday mornings. Our next point is to if you are a director or higher, encourage that ban the ban of Monday morning meetings among your directs and your org if it goes down further than one level. And look, folks, if you if you absolutely need to waterfall something down, if you need to give guidance, put it in an email and then follow up in your staff meeting. And then finally, we'll say there are very few black and white rules. If you simply have to, and we would argue that you probably don't, but if you have to, if you feel you have to, make it a really well-planned 30-minute meeting that people come in, you brief, and you get them out of there. And it can be done. And and by the way, if you do more meetings like that, you'll discover people will be willing to have more meetings and you'll be less inefficient. All right. First point, don't schedule meetings on Monday morning. You talked about two truths, which I, I happen to agree with, right? That right. Meetings slow things down and they do and they absolutely do. And people want to start their week off getting a lot done. And you put those two things together and it's it's kind of suggests that maybe you just don't want to do meetings if you can help it on Monday mornings. I mean, even if you didn't have a reason, I remember a few years ago, there was a thing about no email Thursday or no email Friday or no meeting Fridays. Well, the no meeting Friday thing I thought was dumb in the sense that there was a hidden message of, you know, people like to get out of work early on Friday and so on. And I, I find Oh, that, I don't even think, I don't even think it's so hidden. I think that's just, yeah. it's blatant. It's yeah. just like, you know, I think that's a little annoying, but be that as it may, that was not, in my opinion, a clear thinking about the issue of meetings and, and workplace and productivity and so on. But if you're listening, you know you spend some time Sunday night preparing for the week, and you know you talk to other colleagues, and they say, yeah, I spent a little bit of time Sunday night or Sunday afternoon thinking about when I'm going to get done that week, and specifically what you intend to get done Monday. You don't hear that as often about other nights of the week. People don't tell you, oh, Tuesday, I always spend an hour getting ready for Wednesday. There are people who do that, but they're much less lower number. They're much smaller numbers than the people who use Sunday. And people tend to get distracted. You know, everybody has a plan until they get hit. No strategy survives the first contact with the enemy. And so even if you do have a pretty clear plan for your week on Sunday night, the most likely implementation of that plan is going to happen Monday morning before things start getting in the way and you start getting tripped and your schedule gets changed and people trump your schedule and things, you know, there's emergent issues on Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning and Thursday afternoon and so on. That's right. Well, and a lot of your planning on Sunday night and depending where you are in the organization, depends a lot on other people. Yeah, so Monday morning, exactly. you have a plan, but you have to coordinate with other people about that plan. So a lot of the continuation of that planning happens on Monday morning. Yeah. So Monday is the day folks spend more time planning on or planning for. 
and then think about having meetings on Monday morning when you're not fully engaged. And, you know, this comes from a Peter Drucker offhand remark. And what he said was people never fully recover from meetings. One of the reasons people don't like a lot of meetings is it gets worse the more you have. You feel less able to get back to where you need to be in terms of productivity. And I actually would like to posit a new rule, which is meetings are not just the problem, guys. And for those of you who are show note fans, if you're a licensee, those many thousands of you are licensees, thank you for being a licensee. And um, this is not in the show notes. But I'll tell you, it's not meetings alone that make your life worse. It's meetings plus the natural habit that so many of us have gotten into that the moment the meeting is over, you go back to your cube, you go back to your desk, and you log into mail. It's meetings and mail together that really become a toxic mm. mix. If we could get rid of mail, and guys, I'm not suggesting there's a separate cast here about getting rid of mail, but the combination of meetings and then going to check on those, quote, urgent mails means that that meeting that was an hour that started late and finished 15 minutes late is now an hour and a half because you spend 15 minutes after the meeting getting involved in whatever might be urgent and that just messes up your schedule no it's an hour and a half because you're because you're doing mail during the meeting too yeah yeah great yeah you know i try to (laughs) i try to keep it positive but okay let's be real so look it's something else too a lot of monday morning meetings are standing meetings they're recurring meetings And because of the weekend, folks aren't as willing on Friday to schedule a meeting on Monday morning as they are on, say, a Tuesday afternoon for a Wednesday morning. That means that meetings on Monday morning are either those standing meetings, which often tend to be approached in a somewhat lackadaisical fashion, or standing meetings tend to be longer, like 90 minutes or two hours. And if you come in at 8 and you have a two-hour Monday morning meeting, that's 50% of what one-tenth of your week, which is one-half of one-fifth of the day, that's gone. 50% of half of one-tenth, that's 5% of your week done. I got to tell you, when companies compete and try to grow by three or four or 5% per year, and we're throwing away a good portion of the most productive time of the week, mm, that yeah. that's bad. So those are those standing meetings. Or if it didn't get scheduled on Friday, it's getting scheduled on Monday morning and meetings that are thrown together at the last meeting, last minute are particularly wasteful. And that's why we have our guidance later about, about having it be 30 minutes long and have it be, you know, really tightly agenda run. So you put all that stuff together and let's cut back on the number of meetings. Let's cut back on the number of meetings in an effective way, which is asking ourselves, which time of the week, if we cut back on meetings, would greatly increase the productivity? The answer is Monday mornings. No question. Right. Now, you and I recently had a conversation about role power and effective use of role power and the fact yeah. that it exists. And that's probably another cast in and of itself. So we won't get into that. But there is an opportunity to use role power here and encourage the ban among your directs and within yeah. your organization. And this would m- might be a good use. <laughs> I, I don't want to get too much into it. You're right. Um, but I will say that I was talking about role power and expertise power and relationship power recently to client. And I had a, um, a female manager say to me, well, okay, what do we do for the young female managers? Because you are clearly male and confident. And uh, therefore, uh, your approach to this is all based on male dominance and this won't necessarily work for women 
Oh, and okay. I thought, really? First of all, you're going to paint me with a stereotype, which most female managers find frustrating when certain female stupid stereotypes are painted over them. And then you're going to suggest to me that women and men are, are different. And what's more, that I'm all about role power. She actually mentioned that I was military as well. When in fact, I was about to say that the most important of the three is relationship power. It's, it was an exciting moment. The room got very quiet. Oh, I, I bet. Her. I bet. It's when, just... I, when I told her that she could go straight to you nowhere. Yeah, you talked about role power. And again, let's not get into it too much. But it doesn't make much sense, guys, to believe in something that works and then not encourage others to do it where you can. So we don't recommend using role power too much at Manager Tools. This is a relationship-driven concept that we teach. We recommend you use your role power to enforce. And we use the word enforcing rarely. We use the word should and enforce and make. We use those words rarely. We recommend you use your role power to enforce the, the Monday morning meeting ban with your directs. And, and their directs, if you're a director or above, and for those of you who don't know, I know in, the, in, in Europe this is often confusing. When, when Mike and I, typically when we say director, if we're not talking about the board of directors, the overseeing body for a public organization, a director is a manager of managers. And so typically that promotion from being a manager director is the start of one's process to become an executive. Um, there are a lot of people who are promoted to manager who never make promotion to director. And if your resume says director, that's a good thing. Now, to be clear, a lot of resumes say director. When you read the description, it, they're just managing individuals. And that is a response in the last 20 years to, well, we can't promote you as fast as we want, so we'll give you a new title. So if you're looking at a resume, look twice to make sure that the title of director means they actually manage managers. Right. Or you could be a you know, you could be on Wall Street and be a vice president. Yeah. Two people working. Two people. So. Yeah, exactly. And banks too, similar. Yeah. Watch out for your directs scheduling smaller meetings without you. So if you're a director and you have managers reporting to you, what you do is put in place, you say to them, Look, guys, we're not going to schedule Monday morning meetings. In my organization, we're not going to schedule Monday morning meetings. Okay. Now, it's amazing to me the number of people who don't understand that as a director, if I'm a manager and Mike's my director, when Mike says that, that applies to me and my team too. It's amazing to me that people don't know that. So one of the ways you can do this, I'm not suggesting this is the only way, but one of the ways you can do this is say, if you're a director, hey guys, look, if you want to have a meeting on Monday morning, if you want to be in a meeting Monday morning that you call with your people or with anybody else, you got to get my okay. Now, for many of you, you listen like, wow, that slows things down. Yeah, well, meetings already slow things down. I'm trying to get rid of meetings. And if you're just a manager with individual contributors, just say, I'm not scheduling any meetings and I'm, I'm going to prohibit you from doing so as well. So in other words, one of your directs can't say, well, the boss isn't going to schedule meetings, but he didn't say I couldn't, which I think is ludicrous. And so one of your directs says, he goes to three or four people and says, we need to have a meeting about X. And people are conflicted. Like, well, you're a peer of mine. The boss just said, we're not supposed to have meetings, but I'm not going to tell you no, because maybe you're his number two and blah, blah, mm. blah. No, you got to tell people you can't schedule them either. Okay. And tell them why folks tell your people why, when you do stuff, it'll make things much easier. So if they're in a gray area, they'll understand how to apply the why to make a decision. Tell them, I don't want Monday morning meetings because everybody comes to work and tries to get stuff done on Monday morning. And if it's really, really important, you can do it Monday afternoon. And if it's really, really urgent, there's other ways to do it, as we'll discuss. 
And look, guys, one more thing. For the record, two peers sitting down together at one or the other's desk, even if there was some preparation in advance, generally doesn't meet what we would consider to be the minimum requirement for being a meeting. Meetings between two peers tend to be a great deal less wasteful than meetings that have three, five, seven, ten people, okay? So if Mike and I are peers and we report to Dan McGuire, for instance, oh, Dan would struggle with that, but Mike and I are peers, <laughs> and Dan says, no meetings on Monday morning, that'd be fine, but then if I say to Mike, hey, can I come by, can we talk, let's schedule a meeting half an hour, we go over this and this, and it's just you and me, we don't see that as a meeting. In fact, I wouldn't even probably, I might schedule it, but me sitting down with a peer, one peer, I wouldn't think of as a yeah, meeting. That's a working probably session. Probably because it wouldn't have an agenda. Yeah, it's a working session. Exactly. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm glad you, you put that in there because I think people might have gotten confused with that. So what do you do, right? It's a weekend. You know, you, something's happened. You, you, you got a call from your boss over the weekend. There's something, some crisis or something that needs to be communicated. First response, well, when I get in on Monday, I'll schedule an emergency meeting. If that's not a good idea because it's Monday morning, what do I do? Yeah, so can I just make a little aside here that, by the way, we include, even though I made the point about one-on-ones, about two peers meeting, that does not include your one-on-ones, folks. That's not two peers. And mm -hmm. so we don't, and, and we've talked about this before in many one-on-one guests, we don't recommend you doing one-on-ones on Monday morning. Okay, we don't. Um, partially because, again, that's a meeting between a boss and a subordinate. Yeah. Good not point. saying you can't. We don't recommend it. And you're right about not scheduling a meeting to do some waterfall. Just put the guidance in an email. I've seen a lot of managers call meetings to give guidance. In some cases, it's an ego thing. But in some cases, it's just the manager think this is the most efficient way for me to get any information out. Well, I think it's also they think of it late in the, in the week, the previous week. It's not really an emergency, right, because they've known about it for a few days. And what they say is, oh, you know, I'll do it Monday morning, so I'm going to take the weekend to think through it, Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. that's just like... Well, even better. They look at the calendar, and much like I mentioned about the Friday afternoons not driving Monday morning meetings the way a Wednesday afternoon drives Thursday morning meetings, what they do is they look in the calendar and they see nobody's scheduling meetings on Monday morning, right, other than maybe those standing meetings, and they realize that's the best time to do it. Right. Let's get it started. <laughs> yeah, right away. Yeah, there you go. And so it's convenient, but it's inefficient. There you go. Right. Yeah. Um, now that that's just that's just bad logic in there. That's I, uh, well, funny. No, it makes sense. It. Oh, it makes you're sense. Just thinking just... on, a, on a very superficial level. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And every once in a while, something does change on the weekend. And so you're thinking, yeah, we'll do a Monday morning meeting. But usually, guys, those situations can be addressed with a broadcast email, followed by more details in your weekly staff meeting. So whatever you do, don't schedule Monday morning meetings simply to make your waterfall easier on you. And if you don't know what I mean by that, waterfall means your boss told you something and you're obligated to tell your people something. That's waterfall information. Yeah, but what if, but what if I don't have a weekly staff meeting and then I don't have the opportunity to communicate this yeah. stuff? Okay, this cast is not about the fact that you're supposed to have a weekly staff meeting and how to do that. We, that's why we have trademarked the phrase. There's a cast <laughs> for that. Um, and if you're not doing, we well, that's like people who say, I don't like the feedback model because I don't think it'll work because my people don't trust me. Well, yeah, the feedback model is not designed to improve trust. It can in some cases, but generally speaking, that means you're not doing one-on-ones. And the person goes, oh, well, I see, fine, okay, great. Uh, I guess I can't do feedback because I'm not willing to do one-on-ones. And I just look at them and go, fine, <laughs> whatever. You're never going to be any good. Where I was going with this is, is staff, I was, I was throwing you a, a softball there, dude. You know, staff meetings are the equivalent for this kind of stuff as one-on-ones are to 
people nipping at your heels all the time, right? If you don't, one-on-ones is is the meeting you have every single week. There's a bucket where people don't have to come ask you questions every five minutes because they know they have time. Well, staff meetings is another one of those things you have. It's a bucket, right? It's a time that you have scheduled to communicate to your team and talk about things that have changed. And if you don't have those staff meetings, you end up inserting meetings wrong time. You throw everybody's schedule off and it becomes a big, you know, there just becomes a, there's a, just a huge lack of efficiency there. So yeah, that, that's and where it's I was easy going. for you as a manager to look down at your calendar, realize you have 15 minutes free and say to everybody, let's have a meeting in the conference room. There you go. Guys, that kind of last minute stuff is wasteful and dumb and inefficient for the people that are working for you. The vast majority of directors are not going to tell you, oh no, we're not coming. Right? right. They're going to come because you have role power, but it's an abuse of your role power. Yeah. And there's hundreds of meetings that are now rescheduled because you decided to take that 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. So if you have a message that has to go out Monday morning, put it in an email and follow up during your weekly staff meeting. And if it's really that urgent, move your staff meeting to Monday afternoon if you have to in order to strengthen things. But even in that case, I would say be careful about doing that. Okay. Now there are situations and it's. It's not black and white, unfortunately, and sometimes something does come up over the weekend and you have to have a meeting on Monday morning. There's no choice that you, you know, it just got announced in the press that you're being acquired, for example. Yes. <laughs> right. That's gonna, well, the rest of the week is pretty much blown anyways at that point, but right. you have to communicate. So let's talk about that situation. Yeah, there are exceptions. And if you have to, you have to. It's It's been our experience that only about 20% of the times that managers tell us I had to, that we agree with them. But nevertheless, there are times. The way to have a minimal, minimally invasive meeting to your staff, and again, we're saying we want it to be minimally, minimally invasive because it's Monday morning and people are really trying to be productive and meetings make them unproductive, is to have a short meeting in w- for which you over-prepare. Okay. And the problem is, I mentioned earlier, urgent meetings are the mm-hmm. ones that have no preparation. And so they're awful. They're the most wasteful on top of the fact that everybody hates meetings to begin with. So make the meeting only 30 minutes. If you're really just waterfalling information, and I assume it's therefore really important and urgent information, then allowing a lot of discussion in an announcement kind of meeting is probably unnecessary during that important period of productive time of Monday morning. Look, we're not against discussions, guys, but if folks really want to discuss something, it doesn't have to occur during our most productive time. Make the announcement, let them think about it, let them have their little little moments where they talk to one another, that's inevitable, and then schedule something for later that Monday or Tuesday, or as we mentioned, develop it more fully in your staff meeting. For this short meeting, prepare an agenda. Most people, I, I got. I'm really surprised. Most managers say to me, "Oh, it's a 30 minute meeting. It's no problem. I'll just talk off the top of my head." When in fact, things are really tight. You over prepare. It's like right. I'm trying to think of who it was. I want to think it's Blaise Pascal who once said, "I would have written you a shorter letter had I more time." The more time you prepare, the more crisp your meeting will be. Most people think of an agenda for a 30 minute meeting as overkill, but it's not as much for your team as it is for you to make sure you get everything covered and it gets done in a way that's respectful of everybody's Monday morning. Yeah. Cool. And that's it, right? Yeah. It's short, short and sweet. Don't schedule meetings on Monday morning. If you're a director or a VP, whatever, enforce that ban throughout your organization. If you got to give guidance, put it in an email and then follow up. People will discuss it on email anyway. 
And if you really, really have to, make it a 30-minute meeting and plan it well. Look, guys, we all complain about meetings. Some of that is the number of them, certainly. Some of that is how poorly they're run. Some of that is the ones that aren't necessary. But even if we have the best of meetings, we're still left with the knowledge deep down that we could often be getting more done if we were working alone. That doesn't give credence to the idea that I never want to be in meetings, right? Let's not slow things down the one time of the week when everybody can get some, can most likely make some headway on their need to get work done themselves, which is where all organizational effectiveness comes from, individual productivity. And that's Monday mornings. Awesome. All right. Thanks, my friend. Anytime, partner. All right. We'll see you later. Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. So long.